They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 20 of Soul Food titled Manners. In this episode, we're going to cover good manners and knowledge and the relationship between the two. We'll talk about the virtue of good character. And then finally, we'll talk about some important aspects of having good manners. So after Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Attas gives us these counsels of seeking knowledge, learning from a sheikh, and organizing your time with devotion and dhikr, he then gives us some more beautiful advice related to good character. So the result of true knowledge is that it translates into prophetic character. When a person seeks knowledge with sincerity and implements that knowledge and learns from a sheikh and is really seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the next life, then that knowledge translates into beautiful character. And if someone has knowledge but doesn't have beautiful character, And what we mean by knowledge is sacred knowledge, knowledge of the Qur'an, knowledge of the Prophet ﷺ. But then that person doesn't have beautiful character, then it means that there's something very important that's missing. And scholars say, make knowledge your salt and good manners your flour. So in other words, when you're making bread, for example, you need a lot of flour and just a little bit of salt. So they say, make knowledge your salt and good manners your flour. So a little bit of knowledge, when it's mixed with a lot of good manners, it helps you draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if a person has a lot of knowledge, but they don't have good manners, then really it's not going to be very effective. So through seeking more knowledge, a person then also increases his or her potential of increasing their good manners. So a little bit of knowledge with a lot of good manners, it helps you grow and draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as you continue on that path, seeking more knowledge increases your potential. And the more knowledge you have, the more access you actually have to beautiful character if you put it into practice. So that brings us to the next point, the virtue of good character. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises the Prophet in the Qur'an in many verses about his exalted character. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that we have to follow in his footsteps And he, the Prophet was fashioned and purified by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah chose him to be his messenger to teach the rest of humanity about the character traits that are beloved to Allah. Allah says in the Quran, وَإِنَّكَ لَا عَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ And you, O Prophet, are truly upon a magnificent character. That he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he embodied all aspects 
of the character traits that are pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, إِنَّ مِنْ خِيَارِكُمْ أَحَاسِنُكُمْ أَخْلَاقًا The best of you are those with the best character. And that your faith, your iman, your degree of belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is directly related to your good character. So that goes back to how translating knowledge into reality, it is translated through beautiful character. And it has to be the result and the consequence of true knowledge. And if it's not there, then really there's something very essential that is missing. So then that brings us to some of the important aspects of having good manners and having adab that Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan Al-Attas mentions in Al-Atiyah Al-Haniyah. He says, when you attend a gathering of knowledge in which sacred texts are read, do not be quick to remember or do not be quick to verbalize what you know from its explanation or commentary. It's considered shameful and a lack of etiquette unless the teacher who is present asks you to speak. This is beautiful. When people become more refined and when even on a more collective level as a society, people adopt beautiful character, then it starts to be something that permeates different aspects of life and society. So he's saying here, when you attend a gathering of knowledge, where people are teaching, do not be quick to say, oh, I already know that. Actually, I read in this book or I read in that book something related to the topic, unless you are asked by the person who is teaching to speak. And this relates back to the nafs. The nafs wants to impress other people. Look what I know. I know better than these other people. I know better than the person who's teaching. Me, me, me. But actually the adab, the good manners in that situation, is actually just to be quiet and to listen, unless you are asked to say something and to share something. Another piece of advice that he gives is, he says, if you have a book in your hand, different from the one that the reader is reading from. So in traditional circles of knowledge, the teacher will be teaching and students will actually be reading from the textbook. So they'll read to the teacher and then the teacher will give his commentary. So he says, if you have a different book, don't read from your book while the student is reading from another book to the sheikh. Because that's really disrespecting the knowledge that is being conveyed in that moment. In other words, when you're attending a lesson, even if you have something else that might be beneficial, the adab, the good manners in that moment is actually to pay attention to what's being taught in that lesson. Then he gives us another piece of beautiful advice. He says, if you enter a house which has books, do not take a book unless the owner of the house gives you one. In other words, don't go into someone's personal collection without taking their permission first. He says, taking a book without permission is an indication of a lack of adab, a lack of etiquette and good manners. So if a person comes into someone's house, it's not befitting, unless this is someone you're very close to and you already have that kind of relationship or it's a family member, that's different. But what it teaches us is when you go into someone's house, you still have to build that kind of rapport 
And the general adab is that you don't go into their things and start taking their books and acting like you have a right to that. Maybe this person is very sensitive about who touches their books. Maybe they don't want you to see what they have on their shelf or something like that. So you have to have good adab in those times and in those moments until you have permission or you know that the person is comfortable with you touching their books or any other belongings in their house. So then he gives us another beautiful piece of advice. When someone is writing a letter while you're present, be sure to look away because if you do not, maybe he doesn't want you to see what he's writing or she doesn't want you to see what she's writing. So if you see someone writing a letter, and this can apply even to a text message or what someone is doing on their phone or otherwise, is that if someone is engaging in something that is generally private, you actually should not look at what they're writing and look over their shoulder. You should give them their privacy, even if the person might say, oh, it's not a big deal. You can look at what I'm writing, but you actually don't know that until they say it. So the default is that you actually respect their privacy and you look away. Right? And that's actually something that keeps the hearts together. It makes the person feel respected. And, you know, if you come across something or they're saying something that is a secret, then you would actually maybe think of them differently. And one of the things that we talked about in a previous episode is the saying of the Prophet ﷺ, It is from the beauty of a person's Islam to leave that which does not concern them. So it really isn't your business and you have to respect their privacy. So don't look over their shoulder when they're writing something. Then he says, when you come across people's houses and you want to enter someone's house, you have to first seek permission, right? And you know, in some societies, some people would actually just have like a curtain covering their door. It wasn't sort of doors with locks and so forth. So it would be much easier to actually enter someone's house. Or if you live in a neighborhood where maybe people tend to not keep their doors locked, even if that's the case, you should ask for permission. Because maybe it's not a good time, maybe the family wants their privacy, and once again, respecting those things is actually part of good manners, and it keeps a cohesion between the hearts and respect for one another and trust can be built that way as well. So there's so many benefits and there's so much wisdom in actually having these character traits with one another. And he says, and when you enter a house, lower your gaze away from the private areas of the house. So for example, someone lets you come into their house and you're sitting in you know, the guest room or something like that. You shouldn't try to peek inside the house and see what's going on in the kitchen or if you're walking to example the restroom and you're walking past someone's bedroom, you shouldn't look inside of their bedroom and so forth. You should actually respect their privacy. And all of this comes back to one, an awareness in your heart that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees you and that you have to respect other people's privacy because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that from you. That's number one. Number two, is that you do not concern yourself with things that are not of direct benefit to you. And then number three, 
these good manners and these character traits, they actually create a sense of love and respect and trust and cohesion between people's hearts. So this is why having these beautiful character traits are so important and they're so critical to a person's spiritual development. That brings us to the call to action that every single one of us, whether we've already done this in the past, but we should always have a regular reading of a book on good manners. And a great recommendation, a book that is really beneficial is a book called Islamic Manners by Sheikh Abdul Fattah Abu Ghudda. It's actually translated into English. That's a really nice introductory level book on prophetic manners and on how to have good manners. And inshallah, we'll put a link in the show notes for those who are interested in getting that book. But we should always have a regular reading of prophetic manners so that we can instill those character traits in our hearts and implement them in our lives. And by doing so, benefit and be of benefit. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to beautify us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us wisdom and good character and that we always be a means for bringing people together in goodness and respect and love. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in these nights to give us the best of what he gives his righteous servants. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.